John chapter 1, verses 9 through 14. You can find it in your pew Bibles on page 1,646. 1,646. John chapter 1, verses one verses 9 through 14. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Thus ends our reading of God's holy word. May its true light be received by all who hear it. The Apostle John began his gospel by speaking of the word. In verse 1, he says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Greek term John used for word is logos. Logos can mean word, but its definition goes much deeper than that. The, the Greek philosophers of, of that day believed that it was the logos that ordered the universe. It was this divine wisdom that transcended the knowledge of men. And of course, the Jews, they, they knew from Genesis that God spoke all things into existence. It was through God's word that he created everything. But it was more than just creation, was it not? Isaiah 55, verse 11 so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty. God's word brings revelation to men. Or how about Psalm 107, verse 20? He sent forth his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. God's word brings deliverance as well. And now, this next word, this next logos that God was speaking came in the form of a man. And so by the Holy Spirit's leading, John was able to bridge the gap between Jew and Gentile by referring to our Lord as the Word, the Logos. And this Logos was a bright and shining ray in the darkness. Look at verse 9. The, the true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. 
this logos is described as true light. Let's break that down. Truth is eternal. It's unmoving and unshakable. He, he does not care for opinions or the preferences of men. He does not bend his knee to another's will. And truth cannot be denied by men. Men can only ignore it or try to suppress it. And likewise, light cannot be thwarted. Put a small candle in a black room and the darkness will flee. Light uncovers secrets long ago told. And he exposes the hearts of men. Of course, the light that John refers to in verse 9 cannot be interpreted without going back to verse 4. John chapter 1 verse 4 says, In him was life, and that life was the light of men. It was this light that breathed life into men. And so it is light that will sustain them as well. This true light, this word was coming into the world. And he was coming for every man. Verses 10 and 11. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. This Logos, he was already present. The heavens declared his glory, and his law was written on the hearts of men, for he is their creator. And so men are without excuse, for this word has made himself known to all. Yet the world hid their faces. They did not recognize this wisdom from above this true light that shone upon them. Their hearts were darkened, and for that, the guilt and the shame of the curse remained upon them. And to Israel, to those which were his own, upon them a brighter light shone. Yet they too did not receive this logos either. Their hearts were full of folly as well. And so, neither would they escape the judgment that this word brings. But this is not everyone's case. Look at verses 12 and 13. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. Not all had rejected this true light. There were those who had faith, faith in his name. And there were those who, who believed 
and received this logos, this word of God. They did not shy away from his brightness. Rather, they let the light expose their desperate state. And they looked to this wisdom from on high for salvation. And so they clung to him. For them, he gave them the right to become children of God, freeing them from their sinful state. And this Logos gave them authority to join his heavenly family, whether they were Jew or Greek. They were adopted as sons and daughters of a king. And it's, it's not as if these people were, were better than others. No. This has nothing to do with the goodness of a man. Rather, it has everything to do with God's mercy. That some might receive him and believe in his name. For this is the work of the word. He cracks the hearts of stone and inserts hearts of flesh. Those he foreknew, he also predestined. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. It is by the work of this Logos alone that salvation comes to men. And he imparts his birthright to those who believe in his name. There is no deed that man can do. And there is no amount of money that they can pay. Salvation is of God and no other. Verse 14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. The word became flesh. This logos is none other than our Lord Jesus Christ. This wisdom from the heavens, this true light, took on flesh. He became that helpless babe lying in a manger. The very word of God was embodied. Two natures, divine and human, inseparably joined in one person. <coughs> Christ. He is true God and he is true man. And he made his dwelling among us. This, this line of dwelling among us echoes of Israel's past when God made his dwelling among them in the tent of meeting and a pillar of cloud and of fire. Yet now, God makes himself known in a more personal way. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And the author, John, he, he claims to have seen his glory. Certainly, 
John did just that. For the apostle, he, he followed this word as the broken were ministered to, being healed both physically and spiritually. And he, he witnessed the miracles. He listened to the wisdom of his master's teaching. Yet it was upon the cross where the light of glory shone most bright. For the true purpose of our Lord was on display for all to see. The grace and truth of Emmanuel was made evident. Truth in that all sin must be reckoned with. This Logos paid for the sin of the world as he died a criminal's death. And grace and that and that the forgiveness and mercy of God is now held out to all those who receive him and believe in his name. For Jesus is the one and only who came from the Father. There is no other path of salvation than the cross of Christ. So the Logos became flesh and made his dwelling among us. This Christmas, you once again look to that babe who laid in a manger all those years ago. You look to the, the wisdom from above, to that true light, and you must ask yourself, do you recognize him? Do you Receive him. Do you believe in his name? It is in this word that we see Emmanuel, God with us. It is in this logos that we see Jesus, Yahweh saves. This word who was from the beginning is calling to you now. If you reject him, if you do not receive him, then you remain in darkness and the guilt and the shame of the curse stays upon you. Yet, if you receive him, if you believe in his name, then you have been given the right to become a child of God. This is why he came. This is the meaning of Christmas. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Let us pray. Father, we confess that all too often we are not focused on your true light. We get distracted and caught up in the things of this world. We hold on to our sin, and we love to live in darkness. Yet you sent your Son to expose us of our own sins, and to call us to him. He is the truth that this world has rejected, yet he still became a man to save it. 
We ask now that you fill us with your Holy Spirit. Help us to repent of our misdeeds and to believe in the name of Jesus. For salvation is through no other. We pray this in his name. Amen.